Hey everybody. Instead of our usual conversation between Gonzalez and I, today I wanted to do something different. We have a spin-off podcast called the Behind the Application Podcast. Basically, it's a documentary that follows a group of 10 or so high school seniors throughout their college admissions processes. We think it's a really good way to show what college application is like for the people actually going through it. Gonzalez is obviously way outside of the process. I'm a couple of years outside it. So we want to hear from some actual high school seniors about how actual college admissions is going. And so I'm going to play a a bit of the podcast here. And if you want to listen more to it, you can find it over at anchor.fm slash behind the app. Again, that's anchor.fm slash behind the app. So go ahead and listen to it. And if you like it, go ahead and go to that feed and subscribe. Welcome to the first episode of the Behind the Application podcast, the podcast where you'll hear about college admissions from actual high school students going through the process now. I'm your host, Michael. I'm a sophomore at Columbia University, and for the past two years, I've helped high school students with their test prep and their college applications. And one thing I've noticed about a lot of college admissions advice is that it's dominated by a whole bunch of old people. Now, uh, no offense to anybody who's old listening. Keep on listening, please. But that always felt a little bit wrong to me. College admissions is so personal. And if you're here, I I think you get that. For me, it was the culmination of 12 years of hard work and four years of a whole bunch of stress and pressure. For a lot of people, it's a path out for themselves and their families to a life of economic security. For others, it's the thing that their families have always told them for their entire lives to aim towards. And so if college admissions is so personal, we, as, as kids, as students, as high school seniors, as college students, not just adults in our lives, we should be able to talk about it and learn from one another. And that's what this podcast is about. Over the course of this admissions process, we'll be following a group of 10 high school seniors. Every episode, we'll hear straight from them how it's going, what they're up to, what they're worried about, and how they're feeling. And I I really hope this podcast can give you a little sense of community and camaraderie. When I applied to college, I was one of the few students at my high school who applied out of state, and the only student to apply to the Ivy League. Now listen, the the whole prestige bubble around the Ivy League is a whole other conversation, but it still sometimes felt lonely to be the only one thinking about these schools. And so with this podcast, I want it to be living proof that there are so many other students who are worried, stressed, and confused. And I want it to be a place where we can learn from each other about how to handle all the tricky and thorny issues in college admissions. But listen, that is enough from me. Let's hear from the students to introduce themselves. Uh, my name is Sean Clay. I'm a junior, uh, current junior, rising senior from Spruce Ranch High School in Southern California. Yeah, my name is Ray. I live in Massachusetts. Um, my school has a lot of Asian kids. Uh, it's predominantly Asian and then some white kids and then I live in the suburbs of a big city. Okay, um, I'm Julie Russ. I'm from Fort Thomas, Kentucky, which is in northern Kentucky, kind of near Cincinnati. And I'm going into my senior year of high school. Yeah, kind of nervous. My name is Stephanie Santos. I'm a junior at the Law Magnet in Dallas, Texas. So I'm Taylor Hill Miles. I live in Gainesville, Florida and go to Eastside High School. I'm a black 16 year old female who's a junior and I live in a sort of 
suburban, urban, city. We have a lot of residents because we're a college town. The University of Florida is here. Hello, I'm Holly Dickinson. I am from Missouri and I live in a rural area. I'm looking to study marketing and specifically international marketing because I've always been really interested in how um, cultures, different advertisements and different cultures look. And I've just always loved to travel and love learning about different cultures. So uh, my name is Kyle, uh, Kyle Kalinjian. I live in California. I'm 16 years old. Uh, I live out of Los Angeles in the Glendale suburbs. I'm looking to study something around American studies or global affairs or uh, something in terms of politics because what I want to do with my future is to try to represent my people in the best ways I can possible, whether that be in municipality or uh, state legislature. Well, hi, I'm Ruth. I'm from Maryland. I'm Nigerian-American, so Black, and I live in um, a suburbanish area and go to school in a pretty suburban area in Maryland. Um, I want to go into journalism and international relations, some intersection of the two, um, potentially incorporate filmmaking, broadcasting. Now, the reason why I am so excited to do this podcast is because all of these amazing high school seniors, we have students from across the country with all sorts of different majors and interests and extracurriculars and backgrounds and family situations, and it is going to be so interesting to hear from all of them about their experiences and whether they're the same or different. You know, does does how you think about college admissions change depending on where you live, your family income, what you want to study? Probably. But are there things that stay the same? Maybe the stress, the pressure? Probably too. And, and that's what I love about the group of students we found. They represent who is applying to college in 2020, and I'm thrilled to learn from them. The first question we asked our students is, what, what do they fear the most and what are they most excited about? And one of the big things we heard from a lot of them is this, is this thing about uncertainty, right? You know, not knowing enough about college admissions um, and also being really uncertain about how things are going to turn out because a lot of it is just outside of your control. I have very mixed feelings on this. Like, um, personally, I love to learn more about colleges. I love doing my research, but then when it comes down to it, I get very nervous, not about leaving or going to a new place, but having to compete with all these people who have the same experiences, if not better experiences than I do. I don't feel like I add up in some ways to them or measure to them because of some, I guess, like disadvantages that I have. Like I have a missed opportunity. But at the same time, I'm really excited to go explore the world. I'd say I'm most excited to um, write the different essays because I know some colleges like University of Chicago and um, Wake Forest have really interesting essay prompts that would be fun to dive into and explore. But I'm also really nervous because um, standardized test taking, I haven't always been strong in. And um, I'm just nervous that I'm not going to be able to get my score up high enough for the standard for some of the colleges that I'd like to apply to. I think what Kyle and Holly both hit on is, is something I think is really common, not just among high school seniors, but also among college students, is this thing called, um, that people call imposter syndrome. 
And, you know, sometimes I think it's overused, but, but, but it, but it does happen, right? The feeling that you don't deserve to be at a certain school or that there's no way you can get into a certain school. You know, Kyle mentioning he's afraid of competing, Holly being afraid she can't get her SAT scores up. The, the point I, I want to make is that, you know, some, sometimes you don't, you're, you're not going to be the best at every school. And, and that's okay, right? If, if you went to a school without advanced math classes, you're a math major in college, you're going to struggle. You are. And that's okay. And if you try to compare yourself to the math star in your college math class, you want to try to think about the context, which is that that math genius might have been doing calculus when he was five, not because he was super duper smart, or not only because he was super duper smart, but because he had parents who pushed him to do that, classes that allowed her to study those things. So, so I think it's it's always foolhardy to try your try to compare yourself to other people because your lives have been so so much different. And I think in terms of whether you can make it into a school with your standardized test, even if you have a low standardized test score, that doesn't that shouldn't stop you from trying to apply. I think it's always worth applying, especially if your score is in the ballpark in the region of average. And if you get in. Don't let that haunt you, right? Don't be like, oh, I got a lower score than average. Oh, I don't deserve to be here. If you got into that school, you deserve to be there. And even if you're not number one in everything you do, that's fine. The fact is that you're there. So I think my biggest concern is just not having all of the information. Like, I get how everyone says after high school, you know, you should be applying for college, whatever, whatever. But I don't think there's really a time where it's broken down into, you know, the difference between like little things, the difference between early decision and regular decision, um, the various programs and just the opportunities that are out there aren't very well known, in my opinion. Taylor's fear is so understandable. College admissions is such a black box. I mean, you know, the, the perennial question at college fairs to admissions officers is, what do you look for in an applicant? And they're going to give you some vague answer about, oh, it's holistic, but, you know, extracurriculars and essays matter a lot. But but that's that's not what you want, right? That's, that's not the specifics you want. And part of that is by design, right? You don't want people trying to game the system. But of course, it's frustrating because you don't really know what happens when your application gets sent to these schools. We can guess. We can think about what happened in the past. You know, As someone who's helped students, I have some ideas, but we're never going to know for sure. So it is absolutely uncertain. You know, for instance, uh, some schools care about demonstrated interest, which is which is a kind of crazy concept. A school is more likely going to let you in if you visited their campus. Now, you know, maybe it's different this year because visiting campuses aren't really a thing given coronavirus, but it's just such a counterintuitive idea. And so if you have questions, I want this podcast to be a resource. So if you have a question, please leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash behind the app. Again, that's anchor.fm slash behind the app. It's also in the show notes down below. And if you go there, you can record an audio message with your question. We'll answer it on the next episode of the podcast. But, you know, as much as I am frustrated by, by, some, of the, by some of the just unknown factors around college admissions, it's honestly one of the reasons I like college admissions because there is no formula, right? I can't tell you that if you get a 1600 and you win some contest, you're going to get into whatever school you want to. We don't know, right? 
and that's the danger of holistic admissions, but I also think it's part of the beauty because what it forces you to do is start thinking about yourself and your application and your stories and your extracurricular activities and your interests and your future rather than thinking about how to game the system because there is no way to game the system. It's, it's unknowable. So if it's unknowable, don't worry about that. And instead, we can put all our attention on, on you and what you want. And, you know, I think that's something really special. One of our other students, Julie, had something really, really interesting to say about her take on the college essay. Now, a lot of people fear it, but, but I think she has an interesting understanding of how powerful and empowering writing that essay might be. There's so much I'm excited about for college admissions. I'm really excited to write my essay, which might sound weird because I know that's a thing a lot of people stress about, but writing is like a way that I express myself um, often. And so I'm really excited to be able to do that in a much more important way and like be able to demonstrate who I am in a way that seems most appropriate to me. Now, I think Julie's opinion is is a little bit unique, but but I share it. And, and hopefully as we go through this podcast and as y'all go through writing your essays and writing your applications, you might be able to feel empowered by being able to finally tell your own story unfiltered, just you, your application, your essay. Now, you know, one thing that complicates all of that is I think a fear around what to study. I think there's an impression that what you study is going to define you, define your college experience, define your career, define your your life. And and that's definitely something we heard from from a lot of our students. Um, I'm looking to study comp sci. Uh, I think it's really, really flexible and I find it to be very therapeutic. I'm also really into the idea of like building your own content. And so the ability to like code makes uh, allows you to basically make anything. And I think the way to get into comp sci usually is that you have a project and then you look at the things you need to learn to make that project and you slowly just look it up and you learn by yourself. So that, yeah, that suits me. As of right now, I'm thinking of majoring in something in the business field. I just don't know exactly what. I, I'm interested in the more business side of law. So like contracts and negotiations and everything. I, I get really attached. So I don't see myself being like a family law type of person. So I figured if I major in business, I'll get a little more knowledge about that before going into law school. At the very least, though, I think not having a major locked in right now can can be problematic in trying to find colleges because a big thing when you're picking schools is looking up programs and seeing if they fit your interests. And if you're not really sure about what you want to major in, that's that's harder to do. I haven't really made that decision yet, which is why like making my top 10 colleges is kind of hard because I don't know what I really want to major in. But I have to say, like, a few ideas would be poli-sci, maybe, and then I guess something to do with, like, computer engineering. But, you know, even if you're undecided, I still feel like you probably have some impression about what you maybe want to study eventually. Um, one of our students, Ruth, has some thoughts about how she's undecided, but, but she kind of has a range of options. Generally, I'm undecided right now, uh, but I'm from all the schools I'm applying to, I'm applying for political science, public policy, um, healthcare policy, things of that nature, because it's what I think I want to do for right now, but it might change in the future. My long-term goals are to become a lawyer, so what I major in in college isn't really that relevant. I think there's a lot of important things out of what Ruth said. 
The first thing is that it is absolutely true that things can change. If you decide to apply as a poli-sci major and you eventually decide, hey, I want to do computer science, many schools, it is possible to do that. Most schools, it is. Now, of course, there are some schools that have specialized programs, right? So if you want to do business, you have to apply to their undergraduate business school. So that's, that's one caveat. But, but in general, things can change. The second thing is that a major doesn't define your career. I know a lot of like English majors who are now working on Wall Street doing finance. And I also know a whole bunch of computer science majors who don't actually do computer science and instead are product managers, which is something kind of different. So, so I think, you know, as much as it feels important and as much as it is important, choosing a major right now is not the end all be all and is not going to define everything. Um, but lately this year, once I got into the AP English language and composition class, I've gotten a lot more confident. I'm one of the top scorers in my class. Um, but that's in terms of writing about generic topics or writing essays. When it comes to personal essays, I feel like the education system has not really prepped me to talk about myself enough or in the ways that I can convey my emotions on paper. I feel like it has definitely improved since when I began high school, but there's still definitely some room for improvement. Um, sometimes I tend to have long run-on sentences that and when I chop them up, it's a bit choppy. And for me, I write a lot. So it's finding the right amount of words and with the word count and keeping people interested. I, I want to game the system in my favor as much as possible with my current situation. And my worry, I guess, is that that will not happen. Or like I would have missed it by a little bit had I not done this specific action. And I would never know, I guess. I think I'm most excited about putting my story all together and seeing it like once I'm finished and being like, wow, this is finally complete. This is who I am. This is how colleges are going to look at me, how they're going to perceive me as a student. I'm just excited to know how I put myself out there. Like that's probably like the most complex part of the applications process. And I don't know if I just fully understand it yet. And like making it make sense is kind of hard to do right now because I haven't really started applying. And it's just, it's just one of those things that it seems like I don't have control of right now. So it just makes me worry. I think the key thing here that everybody's pointed out is that the essay is the time to share your story. And I think it's absolutely true that the writing you do in school just doesn't train you to do that. You know, the five paragraph essay is not how you should write a story. It's not how JK Rowling wrote her Harry Potter books. It's not how you should write your college essay. Now, that's the thing though, right? Finding your story, right? And I think it'd be really interesting, but it can also be really, really daunting as well. And I think that's something we're going to talk a lot more about, but but I think it's worth noting here that I think that fear that Kyle mentioned, the fear that Holly mentioned, um, and the excitement that Stephanie mentioned, they're all things that a lot of us are feeling right now. A lot of high school students are feeling. I'm worried about sort of painting the general picture of myself, uh, especially given like a lot of stuff that's happened in admissions recently. For example, I'm a, I'm a kid who likes entrepreneurship. Like, not exactly the most stereotypical you can get. The most stereotypical you can get is uh, Asian kid from California, uh, computer science. That's, that's, that's the worst. That's the lowest you can go. My fear is that college and application officers are going to 
they're gonna read my story and they're gonna assume things that they're gonna assume that I don't have a passion really. One I think really scary part about sharing your story in the form of a college essay is that you can write it, but you don't know how it's gonna be perceived. And and that's just the case for all writing, right? You can write whatever, but you don't have control over what your reader thinks about it. What if a reader thinks it's generic in, in Sean's case? And of course, in Jaden's case, just having some fear about not being able to control how his essay is seen. Even if you write something, he doesn't know how it's going to be interpreted. So it's even hard to make a decision about what to write about. I think the key thing is try to put out how other people's are going to perceive your essay. And I know that sounds kind of counterintuitive, right? Your teachers have always talked to you about thinking about the reader and tailoring your your argument to your audience and all, all this stuff. There's a there, there's a part of that's true, right? You're talking to admissions officers, so you're not talking to your friends. The language you use is going to be a little bit for, more formal than texting language, right? A little less formal than maybe research paper language, but definitely more than texting with friends language. But I think if you try to tailor your story to what you think is going to game the system or just work, I don't think it's going to be successful because there is no gaming the system, like I mentioned earlier. It's all about sharing your personal story. And there is a fear always that it's generic, right? But, but most stories are generic, right? You win your baseball game, you learn, you overcome. It's a generic arc of facing a challenge and overcoming it. Um, you know, wanting to study law because you like rules. That's, that's not unique. I think what makes a story unique is telling your personal spin on it, telling the details that only you can tell. Right? In Sean's case, he's interested in entrepreneurship. Well, that's obviously a very unique. Uh, it's not a unique area to be interested in, but the things you do with entrepreneurship are unique. You start something new. So my question to Sean is like, what, what have you started? What do you want to start? Because those things make this maybe generic thing, this thing that maybe a lot of people of his demographic, right, Asian male in California are interested in doing, that makes that potential cl cliche into something that is truly, truly his. All right, all right. That was the first episode of the Behind the Application podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And of course, thank you to all of our students for being open and sharing their experiences about college admissions. I learned so much from them, and I can't wait to keep talking to them. Of course, huge thanks to our editor, Sean. Sean has a great media project called Ampharos. It's a student-run publication, nonprofit. And so if you're interested, you can go to the link down below, click it, read more, learn more, and join. That's Ampharos Media. Finally, thank you for listening. And uh, thank you in advance for the three things you are going to do. Number one, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever app you use. That way, the second we drop an episode, you'll get it. Number two, please rate the podcast on iTunes. It's actually a pretty, pretty big deal. In order for people to find the podcast, if we're highly rated, our podcast will come up more often than not if they search college admissions. So please rate us on iTunes, leave a comment, we'll mention it on a future episode, it'll be super fun. Number three, if you have a question, a thought, a comment, a story, a suggestion, please leave us a voice message, a voice memo at anchor.fm slash behind the app. Again, that's anchor.fm slash behind the app. We love to hear from you. We love playing your clips on the podcast, whether you're a student, a parent, a counselor, a teacher, or just some rando interested in college admissions, leave us a message join in the conversation, and we will see you next week. Thanks so much for listening, and have a good one.